DJ Playboy. <laughs> What's good, y'all? It's your man DJ Playboy back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. As always, as always, as always, I'm joined by my dog, man, straight out of Brooklyn. He's flat, which to be exact. My dog. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. Keith. I love white shoes because they make me feel good. What's good, my man? Shit, not a damn, not a damn thing, but every damn thing, man. Feeling blessed, you know what I mean? That's cool. Yes, What's sir. the thing highly favored? Oh, blessed and highly favored. Blessed and highly yeah. favored. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I see. <laughs> as I'm getting older, I can see myself being a, a old one of them old religious dudes that always got God bless, God bless. <laughs> yeah, God bless. Won't he do it? You know what I mean? The Lord blessed me to wake up this day and open my eyes. What can I? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like that Mike Epps joint, and he's like, God bless you, God bless you. Where's the bitches? <laughs> That shit. Oh yeah, man. What's good though, man? How's life on your end? Life is good. I can't complain. We coming up on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Got the plans on deck. Going to the in-laws. Plans on decky. Yeah, I, I, I got my mom's. Um, I just got my mom's uh, um, a, a doorbell, one of them video doorbells. You was uh, you was telling me that. Yeah, but she uh, ain't install it. Okay. So I'm, I'm getting the um. I'm getting uh well, she could she couldn't find nobody to install it, so I, I just copped a, an electrician. What's the oh is this like a real like wiring process with that whole thing? No, oh. it's not hard, but the thing is, is that um she got a really old system because you know it's hardwired. She's been living there for thirty thirty one years or so. Yeah, it's the hardwired doorbell. Yeah, hardwired, but it's not hard to install at all. But the old one wasn't working, so I don't got time to go over there and then put install it then it's still not working so that means something else is going on then it's like transformers and wires and shit like that for the most part it should be easy mm-hmm. right like if you got a regular doorbell system you all you do is swap it it's just two wires at the back of the doorbell so did you, did you wait, hold on did you call an electrician or did you yeah like, i called an electrician okay i know if like, use no, one I, of those I, found, I found an electrician through home advisor that's what i was I, that was my i didn't know if you called one or if you used the app that's what I was going to yeah, say. There's an app, <laughs> there's an app for everything nowadays. <laughs> I'm in the yellow pages flipping <laughs> to the E section looking for electricians. <laughs> nah, bro. Straight up, straight up internet. Internet is bugged out, man. It like right now. Bro. Yeah, we looking um to just look, starting the process, starting to um get a team together to try to buy a crib. Then like you could just go on the app and put your information in and people just start calling you. That's the annoying part, honestly. What do you mean a team what? to buy a crib? Like to for business purposes or for, to live nah, in? Nah, like a, a crib. Oh, okay. Like a team, not like a... I ain't Beyonce, but like um, <laughs> we, we want to get an agent to represent us. I'm like the Guggenheim group? Okay, no, <laughs> nah. Nah, <laughs> a team, like a basic team. A, a, a broker. Um, a broker. A, bro- um, a mortgage broker. Okay. Uh, uh, a buyer's agent. Um... Lawyer, that type of shit. Yeah, I got you. I got what you're saying. And then, yeah, like you were saying, the internet, Zillow, or like, you know, shit, you could see the crib, right? Without even leaving your crib, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what people do is that, like, especially when people get a new crib, like if you go to somebody's house warming, they, yeah, I bought a new crib, come through. And women do this shit a lot. They, they'll type the address into um, Zillow, mm-hmm. and then you could see, like, what's the, like, the value or the last, the last buying price and shit like that. So when, you mean when they get invited to a party at someone's house, they look get up on Zillow to see how much this person's house is worth? Yeah, see what kind of money, <laughs> see what kind of money they working with. <laughs> but what if they don't even own the house? What if they're renting? Well, you'll know if they say a house because it's a house woman. <laughs> yeah, you'll know because they'll say because if somebody who bought a crib, they're not gonna not tell you 
Yeah, yeah, and plus buy this shit. Yeah. They they don't want you getting it twisted. So oh, so you're saying if I just bought the crib, it'll still appear on Zillow. It, it would the listing would be taken large down. Part, or at the le- at the very least, you could see what like the person before that bought it for. Gotcha. Okay. But it'll have some kind of purchase history on it. I don't know if you ever scroll down. To oh, that and section, they so if you oh, just stay up so with any, the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so any random address I type in, I can see. You know what I mean? If they, if they, if it's a house address that I know is a house, it'll show me what the what the history is was of uh, that house. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, it'll tell you the history. It'll tell you some tax information. I don't know how accurate it is, mm-hmm. but it'll give you that information. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because yeah. there's some kind of database it taps from. So that's definitely some woman shit right there. Like a nigga invited over. Let me see. Let me see what this nigga mortgage is. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like if you if you know somebody, like you know, especially at this age, a lot of people are buying their first crib or their second crib. And you're just kind of curious, so you could just go on and type it in and see how much it costs or some, or if if you're joining on the market or it wasn't purchased or sold recently, then you could get an estimate. They have an estimate of how much it's worth. I mean, it's not spot on accurate, but they use like numbers, like what other cribs in the area cost and mm-hmm. whatever other kind of metrics they use. Well, that's good. That's good. A little real estate talk here on the Perfect Talk podcast, man. Yeah. <laughs> on a Sunday. Shit. Yeah, so he's just starting that process. But yeah, the point was is that the internet. I could imagine doing that shit from the yellow pages. <laughs> oh, having to go. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, or oh, walk oh. into an office that says, "Oh, we do home agents," and you walk in. That's how. Imagine that's how our parents used to do it. Like, yeah, this guy's an agent. He looks nice. Mm-hmm. I trust him. Yeah, and he's <laughs> close. Like that's it. That was the the criteria <laughs> back then. But um, bro, life is good. It's like, well, what's the Drake and uh, Future album? What a time to be alive. Yeah, like it. I, 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 I remember a couple years ago you couldn't get breakfast at McDonald's after ten thirty. That's crazy. <laughs> like some niggas could not get breakfast after ten thirty. College students everywhere was pissed off eating fucking. This is a democracy. <laughs> eating Big Macs <laughs> at ten forty five in the morning, eleven a.m. Hell yeah! <laughs> like damn, bro. But life is good now. You got Uber. You know what I'm saying? Like, um. You can hang out with you can hang out with a young lady and she can Uber over and and you can Uber her away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not like having to go pick her up, drop her back off. So you know what I mean? Yeah. You know sometimes it sometimes it gets too convenient because like people. So I, I I wasn't always married. So like you could <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> you could have a date and. Like say, like deliver them like like a uh, like a damn UPS package. Like, yeah, hey, what's, your ad- what's your address? <laughs> exactly. Type that shit in. Like, all right, uh, you're gonna go in three to four minutes, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you'll be home no later than than one forty one forty one a.m. Track the delivery. <laughs> yeah, and then just kind of wave to you. Remember the Jay Z video? Um, uh, do it again. Yeah, uh, at, the, at the end when when he he uh. The girl walks out of his brownstone mm-hmm. and she's like pretty much chewing him out because she's like, oh, you dirty. You don't got no cooth pretty much. She, <laughs> he kind of just kicked her out at 6 a.m. Yeah. And um, but now like 6.15 actually. 6.15. <laughs> to be Pardon exact. me. <laughs> Pardon me. It was actually uh, 6.15. <laughs> but yeah, like you could send somebody like you could. Put like a little touch of class on it by putting them in an Uber. You definitely, bro. I had a fucking Mercedes Benz come and pick up a, a somebody in an Uber one time. I'm like, damn. <laughs> 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 Only next step is marriage, bro. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. I was like, is this the same price? <laughs> you know, you can't. How you can't? Uh, like on a, you know, like a second or third date, bring a bring a lady to meet your parents, like because that's too kind of like 
giving wrong signals. Yeah. It's the same thing. You can't put her in no, no Mercedes Benz. You about to put in an Uber pool just like at first or second date, like just to let her know like this. <laughs> Say this, no. We got to go slow here. Say no, meet the parents. <laughs> <laughs> but Dave Chappelle say with Halle Berry, this ain't no dinner thing, baby. <laughs> Word. Oh, man. Shit. But no, nah, life, is, life is good, bro. You got food brought to you. Uber Eats. It's uh, another one, man. Yeah. I brought ice, uh, I, I order ice cream a lot. I was about to buy coffee this morning, and I was like, "No, what am I?" Doing? I was like, "No, you got on <laughs> just two. one coffee. <laughs> you got on to two, but I was like, "Still, you got you got on too far, man. <laughs> you got on too far, Biggs. <laughs> too far. <laughs> you got <on> too far. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, you, yeah, you would have gone too far with that, Biggs. <laughs> dollar coffee end up paying with a five dollar delivery fee. <laughs> Yo, but that's the world now. How? how how crazy is that shit? The one thing though, man, Uber, uh, Uber eradicated racism. They said Obama would do, but Uber didn't Let me tell you how, man. Post racial America. Uh, I probably told this story before, but I used to have hell getting cabs in Lower Manhattan before Uber. <laughs> I hear the violin. I hear the violin every time you start this story. <laughs> yeah, I hope you put one in the background, man. Producer, put, throw the violin in the background, cause yo, it was yo. You know them stories that they all like the monologues that they be having in um like slave movies. <laughs> so <For> five <laughs> years, I would hail down cabs and they would drive right past me and pick up some white lady. That was life every Friday and Saturday night. Every Friday and Saturday night, Uber came out. They can't deny like they they can, but it's like they gotta pick you up and take you where you going. So once they accept the ride, they accepted the ride. <laughs> so then after a year of Uber, a year or two of Uber, Yellow Cab started picking up whoever. And I'm like, no, I don't want no damn Yellow Cab. Get me a Uber. I want to go home in a Toyota Corolla. You ain't want to date me last year. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. I wanted no parts of a Yellow Cab. It was like, it was. I was the Colin Kaepernick of uh, <laughs> ride sharing. I refuse. Yellow cab pull up, like where are you going? And I'm like, uh, I just take a knee, kid. I'm not getting in that car. Nah, I'm cool. I'm good. Time my shoelace, my Uber on the way, nigga. Yeah, and I and I at the time I used to like skip past yellow cabs. Like, nah, I get out of my face and take Ubers and tip them like thirty percent just to spite them, as if the yellow cab could see. But I wish there was a way. I wish there was a way for them to see. Like, yo, this could have been you, my man. So every time you, every time you tip thirty percent, a cab driver gets indigestion somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, you don't understand. I know Uber nowadays they be do they do weird shit like you know I don't know like a, they're weird with women and I don't know what other crises they going through right now. I heard but some, they about to start recording the rides. They about to just have your shit recorded, which I don't. I'm cool with. <laughs> I'm, I'm like shit. You know what I mean? I ain't doing nothing. I ain't supposed to be doing. So I think of it as protection for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got. Is it supposed to be protection for the passenger? Yeah, so that way, I guess if the passenger was like, "Yo, he said something crazy to me." Now we have an audio recording of it. It's like a black box. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I like, thought it was more for like trafficking and murders and stuff. I would assume it's gonna for that too. But you know what I mean? Like someone trying to kidnap. But if someone's gonna kidnap you, they probably not a real Uber driver anyway. Yeah, but they, as far as like Uber and like uh, being nice to the planet, like they call it corporate social respons- responsibility. They're not good with that shit. Like um. When I think it was around like the, when Trump first got in, they had a, a immigration protests at some airports, mm-hmm. uh, particularly at JFK in New York. They had some kind of boycott where they were like, um, 
I forgot what it was, but basically they were asking like cat like cab driver because you know cab drivers not to come because a lot of them are uh, immigrants and stuff. Uber was and asking. Uber, Uber capitalized on it. No, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, no. Like um, protesters, like people, protesters. Nigga. The like, people that were know, against that were against the Trump uh, airport. Yeah, man. exactly. Okay, they were okay. at airports. Like lawyers were flooding the airports, yeah. saying, "Yo, I'll defend you in in um, immigration court." That type of thing. Gotcha. And they were like, uh, and cab drivers were kind of um, protesting too, because they were like, "Yo, it's fucked up. I'm an immigrant. I'm here working hard, mm-hmm. giving back to society, yada yada." So they boycotted taking people home from the airport like stuff like that and also i think they were also that's when trump the trump administration was hemming people up at at airports immigrants so anyway the point is that uber said uh yeah i'll go in and get that bread so they they kept doing it but lyft (laughs) lyft actually stuck with them and boycotted too they didn't send no they didn't send no cars there yeah and then when uber was started getting shit for um fucking their drivers over Lyft didn't. I don't know what, exactly what Lyft did, but people are like, yeah, look at what Lyft does. That you should be more like them. Yeah. And then now Lyft got some shit where they're taking um, people, uh, like I guess low income families, and giving them uh, cheaper rides mm-hmm. f- to um, to good supermarkets. Because I don't know if you know of the concept of food deserts. I, I do. But basically, but explain it. Explain de- it to the audience for people anyone might not know. A food desert is pretty much. Like if usually if you like you live in a hood like you don't got no good markets like some people in certain parts of the country are going grocery shopping at the Dollar General shit like that yeah or the Cumberland Farms gas station or something like that yeah, yeah a gas station like that that's real common so um, the like good markets with healthy foods and all that organic shit you no know, all your chai and matcha teas and shit like that that shit don't exist anywhere near the hood and then if you're you don't have a lot of money you don't got no car to drive over to the nice hood okay. To get your shit, so uh, Lyft is is subsidizing those rides. Like I don't, in Baltimore, I don't know where else they're doing it, but I know for a fact they're doing it in Baltimore and beyond that, in New York City. Um, city bikes or a bike sharing where like they have bikes at docks and you could pay for to use it for half an hour, an hour, yeah, and then go somewhere else and, and dock it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, they're subsidizing that uh, those for people who's getting government benefits. Lifters. Lifters, because oh, they yeah. own city bikes. Sorry, I, I skipped that. Okay, that, no, that no, no, that that's major no. detail. That's awesome, and uh, having driven for both companies, um, Lyft is cool. Lyft was cool. Um, Uber is more popular. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, if if one feels like Coke and Pepsi, you know what I mean? Like mm. I'm a Coca Cola guy, Coke. But if I go somewhere and all I can get is Pepsi, uh, maybe I'll, you know what I mean? Maybe I'll get, you know what I mean? But I'm not like hyped about it. But um, Uber is kind of like that. Like it's like. People call uh, paper towel bounty, or people call uh, tissue Kleenex. Like, give me right. a Kleenex. You know what I mean? It's like that's what Uber is to ride sharing. It's right. kind of like it's, it's kind of like Uber came up. I don't know who came up first with the idea, but Uber. It, it seems to me as if Uber came up with the idea, and they're kind of like really good at what they do. And then Lyft kind of piggybacked off the idea and was like, "How can we improve on their idea by being less corporate?" You know what I mean? Less like because like, even like the way the apps are are, are designed. One looks very pleasing. I kind of like from a driver perspective. Yeah, yeah. As if a woman designed it, and Uber is more so like just corporate. If if that if 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 that, if that makes any sense at all, like no, it totally makes sense. When Lyft first came out, they used to make uh, 
Lyft drivers put a big pink mustache on the front of the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, you're right about it. Yeah, yeah. And the and the the, low, the buttons I was gonna say are pink. And you know what I mean? There's something but then Uber has like a everything's blacked out. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, but it's like, oh, this is strictly business. I felt the first time I turned my Uber driver on, I was like, all right, yeah, let's get it. It's real. Yeah. Now that shit real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but um no, no, but Uber's definitely more popular and, and you get your rides going off you get a lot more frequency of rides. Um, they do things to help you or to get rides. They incentivize you to drive at certain times when they know that things might be busy. They'll like give you a bonus. Um, which and Lyft might do that as, as well, but I don't know if I stayed with Lyft long enough to do to to, to see any of that. Oh, you you quit Lyft? I haven't quit. Like I still got the 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 logo on my car and um. But you don't fuck with it. Shout I don't out to turn Lyft. it up. Please be a sponsor. <laughs> I don't turn it on, and, and I think I gotta I gotta do some some shit actually to keep my shit active. Um, but um, I I don't want to get rid of it because they gave me my start in the industry. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a loyal I'm a loyalist like that. And you never know, like Uber might say something stupid might happen with Uber, and you like fuck it, I'm gonna get money with them now. You know what I mean? So right, right, right. You yeah. never, you never know, So then Lyft just uh, should night you. You tired of people <laughs> overworking their drivers? All in, taking all the videos, <laughs> throwing up live. in your car. <laughs> <laughs> Come to live, but uh, no, nah, no, nah, that's 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 dope. Um, you spoke about being the Colin Kaepernick of taxi cab drivers, man. Let's talk about the Colin Kaepernick of the NFL. Oh man, for anyone who well, the, I mean, the Colin Kaepernick ain't the Colin Kaepernick of the NFL. The nigga for, just Colin. For, he's just Colin with he's a just Nike Colin, deal. Right? <laughs> just Colin. Colin he with the Colin, Colin with his own shoe. Colin with the braids. <laughs> Young Colin, man. Um, Colin Kaepernick is an interesting guy. Before we even get into what he's doing now, Colin Kaepernick is more popular now than he was when he played in the fucking Super Bowl, bro. It's true. It's weird, mm. but definitely true. That Super Bowl had a blackout during it, and I had to remind somebody about that the other day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how he kind of he you know you remember Colin Kaepernick, but it's not like you know what I mean? Like not not, crazy, not like you remember other football players of the past, like Emmett Smith, maybe you know what I mean. Or yeah, fucking yeah. Barry Sanders is like, yeah, yeah, kind of cool. But he's he's bigger now than he ever was. And um, for I guess to real give the true true background, Colin Kaepernick was a quarterback in the NFL. If you don't know by now, he's was the one who took a knee um, due to his protest against uh, police brutality and uh, the way minorities are treated in this in the justice criminal justice system in this country. Um, the the message of his protest was perverted and distorted and turned into something that was uh perceived to be anti-military and among other things um which led to him um eventually what i think what his contract was up to something key for he just didn't get picked up the next year right um, yeah something so, like that yeah, yeah i think yeah i think he's and by the way he didn't have a great season no no like, he didn't he got yeah. injured didn't he? yeah it was like i remember yeah okay he started because he started kneeling in the preseason one year or something and then i don't think he ever came back but yeah. um yeah, so he's been out for three years now, right? Or two, yeah, I believe three years now, or two. This would be like the third after this one. Um, and he, for some odd reason, no one knows, head scratcher, um, he's got a, a, announced that he was going to do a tryout last weekend with the NFL. And everything about this thing seemed funny bunny from the beginning. <laughs> I'm talking about it was held on a Saturday where, for anyone who knows anything about the NFL, games are played a Sunday, Monday. Um, and there are, there's a Thursday game. Saturday, everyone's traveling, getting ready for that Sunday game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, all the important people, or they're already where they need to be. Um, so for them to travel to Atlanta would be difficult. Not to say it's impossible to send a representative from the team, but all the head, the the, the real decision makers and um, power movers are going to be busy doing what they're doing. Um, secondly, 
it was held at the Atlanta Falcons, uh, supposed to be held at the Atlanta Falcons facility. Um, he didn't know who the receivers were going to be. He didn't have more than a week to prepare for it, and he really didn't know who was going to be running it. So when Colin showed up, he was like, they wanted him to sign a, a waiver, basically saying that if this doesn't, how can I word it? Like, you can't say the NFL has a collusion thing against you. Because if, if you don't get a job, you can't blame us pretty much. Exactly. You can't take us to court for it. Yeah, we're doing all we can do to help you, you know what I mean? But basically, mm-hmm. kind of just saying, like, you you sign away your rights to sue us again in the future. If, right. you know what I mean, even if more shit was to come out. Um, right. So he didn't feel comfortable signing that waiver. Um, he also, I think at the what at the last hour, changed the facility to um, somewhere that was closer to the airport. So for people who were flying in, I guess it might have been easier for them, unless they were there the night before. I guess, um, but they traveled to a, a, a high school. He um, and he held his own his own workout. The NFL you're saying that the the original facility, the Atlanta Falcons practice facility, was closer to the airport. No, no, the new place that he uh, the, the the replacement place. Replacement high school was closer to the airport, so mm-hmm. you know that could be more convenient for people flying into town. Um, but maybe the last minute change of it made it inconvenient for some people. People did show up though. People did mm-hmm. go. Another thing that Colin had that he wasn't a fan of in the tryout was um, he wanted his own camera crew. He didn't want the NFL to be the only people with video of it. And I'm assuming, let's say he threw twenty good passes and five bad ones. But basically, those five bad ones to be played on a loop on ESPN, Fox, you know what I mean? He didn't right. want them to control the narrative of how that looks. So he wanted his own camera crew, which I can understand, right? Like, I see where that's coming from. Um, they wanted Hugh Jackson, formerly of the Cleveland Browns, who, for anyone who doesn't know anything about football, had a terrible record while he played there. Like, won, like, what, two games, Keith? One, maybe? <laughs> Something like that. He was <laughs> over, bad. He was over, bad. Like, two or three seasons, yeah. But he was on television, though. He, oh, yeah, as a, as a commentator? No, nah, he was, um, he did hard knocks when they did the Browns. Oh, when, I got what you saying. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. um, that was the season, that was Baker May, when Baker Mayfield was a rookie and he was yeah, backing yeah, up Tyrod. Exactly, you're right, you're right. And it was, um, he was supposed to run it. Um, no one knew who the receiver was going to be. So I, I, I commend Colin for taking it. The situation was on hand. Where I, I, I might not commend Colin for was, uh, I believe during what, warm ups? He wore a Kunta Kinte t shirt. Um, who anyone who doesn't know is a character from Roots, uh, who was a uh, African slave, enslaved. He was enslaved, implying that he he's a slave to this process, which is weird because you're running the workout, right? <laughs> so, but World Kendrick, but you know, I mean, Colin Kaepernick has never been great with messaging and in clothing. <laughs> Wore Fidel Castro T-shirt, um, and offended people in Miami, <clears throat> um. Wore the socks, right? The pig socks in uh, the season, the preseason when he when he started the protest. Right, uh, they were cops dressed as pigs dressed as cops. Um, so he hasn't been great with the messaging on his uh, the shirts that he chooses to wear, the clothing he chooses to wear. But so this one was was looked at with, like with a question mark, like what's that supposed to be? Held a press conference afterwards and stated um, he's not answering any questions, but made a statement um, where the the hugest takeaway from it was. NFL owners stop running scared. You know, you I believe it was you know what you know what you did. <laughs> so it's just like, it, you know, his supporters. What it reminds me of, because they they do have lots of good points, by the way. So it's not like they. However, I feel is completely against Kaepernick. Like he has a lot of that shit that he did makes sense. Like don't 
his own facility thing and camera crew and all this different type of stuff. Not but signing the, the execution of it. Yeah. You know, it's like just the extras of not signing away, but all that stuff makes a lot of sense to me. Cause you don't want to get jerked over. Just think about even a regular job. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to eat them. They throw some some paperwork in front of you and be like, yo, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't profit off the next thing. Mm-hmm. And so the same thing with him. But it's just like just the, the, the extra stuff, like the Kunta Kinte stuff. My God, like it, it, it the appearance of it, it matters. He's he's trying to get a job with what's essentially a corporation. And he does shit to provoke the people who's responsible for hiring him. So yeah, it's wild to me. It's not like if he wore an Under Armour t-shirt, he'd be like, oh, he Uncle Tommen. He cool, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he, he ain't but standing up for the he ain't standing up for the cause because he wearing a Nike shirt. Like, right, everybody would be like, you know what I mean? So it's like he went totally to the left, and it was like you, you you're bringing it into it where I don't. But you know what's the funny thing is like, does he even really want to come back? I just said he's more famous now than he was then. Right, <laughs> yeah, and, and I, was, I was I was about to say about uh, his supporters. They remind me of at one of my jobs. Like I had a problem with, with something that they were doing, like something that managers were doing. They're like, yeah, Keith, you should go to HR and then say this. And then you go to that manager and write a letter and all this shit. And then I was like 23 at the time. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But then looking back, or even like, not even looking at it right now, but even like after that conversation, I go home. I'm like, hold up, man. They would never do that shit. But they want someone to go ahead and carry that kind of mantle forward to live vicariously through. Yeah. A lot of people supporting him wouldn't do the a lot of that shit. Like yeah. Stephen A said... He said that Eric Reed talks all that shit, but he went to work. He left the joint early to go to, go work, to work for, to the, play NFL. for the NFL. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yep. But yo, you know, it's funny because you, you just made me think of something, though. It's like, you kind of got to, in life, I, I don't care what no one say. You know how they'd be the toughest alpha male dude like, yo, I'll never do this. I'll never do that. At some point in your life, you got to humble yourself to something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, you remember... I guess we go let them behind the curtain now, Keith. In high school, when we had gotten in trouble on the senior trip, <laughs> um, yeah. and then they wanted us to write a statement, and yep. you, you got you got like super um, Jesse Jackson <laughs> <laughs> in, in your version of the letter. <laughs> <laughs> and, and upon upon reading uh your letter <laughs> they said whoa 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 that's how <laughs> they they then gave us the option of we can move forward with your letter which might cause recourse or or, or I, I don't even know but terrible things i guess not in our favor well, yeah. I think, wasn't they trying to hold something over our head like we were we couldn't go to it was a senior trip so we could probably couldn't go to graduation or prom or something yeah it was like it was that. some real cop shit it was yeah. like um this will go on your record college yeah. stuff all that type of stuff yeah they were trying to hold some shit over our head and then they were like or you could change the letter <laughs> which is <laughs> in retrospect kind of fucked up to do to some high school kids <laughs> but basically and thank we, god we went to a mixed high school because then i pulled out the race card right <laughs> if you went to all blacks because i was like yo there, there, there was white kids on the fourth floor literally smoking drugs which was true and no one got in trouble and in fact the chaperone was at least two chaperones were on that same floor mm-hmm. and none of them got in trouble all we did was, we had a little room party and there was some booze you know, I won't admit to to you know. I won't acknowledge that, and I had anything to do with the booze. But apparently, you say that it was there. 
<laughs> Allegedly. But, but people's having sex on the floor above us. None of them happen to be of color. What's good with that? And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's, let's go back to the beginning now. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> now we start negotiating. All right, now we're now we talking our language, God damn it. And <laughs> it woke them up, right? It did wake them up. It wake them, woke them up that, I, that we have some kind of negotiating position because they were in a, in a position of complete power. So I had nothing to lose. I said, all right, baby, here we go. It's fourth and two. It's five seconds on the clock. Keith, five seconds on the clock, Keith, what you going to do? Hail Mary, my nigga, throw it to the tight end. I said, uh, what's my... I said, race card, baby. I said, race card, baby. I said, and I, that's probably the only time in my life I ever played the race card. Nigga threw down the big joker. <laughs> yeah, I've been called I've been called a nigger before by somebody who wasn't black, and uh, still didn't use the race card. That was the only time I was, when, when I was like, seventeen he, years old. He was having a bad day. What did he, <laughs> he was just saying. Well, yeah, he was having a tough day. He probably just saw men in society. I was, uh, I've I've used it before. I've, <laughs> I've said the word. Yeah, yeah man, I, I threw that bomb and it, and it worked. Nigga, I went to college. <laughs> it did. It did work, but we had to change the letter, right? Unless I'm fucking up. The, we changed. We had to change that uh, part no, of the I letter. Think we we changed uh, to my to my recollection. We probably did like got suspended or might be suspended. Oh, no, we didn't get like, suspended. <laughs> it was something. It but there it, it was a penalty, but it was like light though. Like it was something think, that no, doesn't I, go I'm on. I'm pretty paper. sure they were like, "Yo, just just write a statement." Leave that out of it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but you don't also, have to admit you don't have to admit guilt either. They they gave it like super like like we're basically letting you slap on the wrist here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you just got screenwriters because because <laughs> if you listen to this shit without knowing the context, you would think it's some old Central Park Five shit, <laughs> yeah. and it was nothing like that. I was, promise you, it was definitely a, a room part. The, the a room party went wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the worst case scenario, we would we would have went to a city college if everything didn't go our way. <laughs> Speaking of loyalty, I definitely came back because you got left in that room with the teachers. <laughs> nah, that was dope, man. I, gotta... I, de- <laughs> I definitely was like, man. It wasn't even our party. It, it wasn't our party, but it happened to be our roommates. Man, and our roommate is is living very lucrative right now, <laughs> possibly because he didn't get in trouble in that senior trip. Yeah. But shout out to him, man. But um. Nah, it's fucking nuts. Like it was. That's what it was though. Like Colin Kaepernick. Like sometimes you gotta write the letter, <laughs> rewrite yeah. the letter though. Like you now second chance. Get that money. Yeah. You could have got signed to a team. We, the point is that we went through. Uh, we were the original Kaepernick. Original Kaepernick. We was too on that trip. We 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 got in trouble and we still had a good time. Yeah, still we were kneeling and shit. <laughs> we got to, breakfast time. People got to go to, everybody go to breakfast. Like nah, we kneeling, dog. <laughs> you bring you bring them powdered eggs to me. <laughs> you do this shit on my terms, goddamn it! But um, no, I don't know. I don't judge Kaepernick. A lot of people are pretty harsh on Stephen A. Smith, right? I guess he's been his harshest critic. A lot of people. Stephen have, A. Though. Smith was that man was go- it has been going hard. I think he's still going. <laughs> he might still. By be the talking. way, shout out to Stephen A. Smith, man. That dude. He's on TV and radio for like six hours, hours a day. <laughs> or oh, talking to himself. Mo- most of, yes, <laughs> most of it talking to himself. Most of it. Bro, I, I I I fucking like um did a radio show like this week with show. You know how much e- like you know what I'm saying how much easier it is to do one with somebody else, right? You know what I'm saying as opposed to like with your, this nigga talking to himself and gets fired day. up. <laughs> like there's people like um what's the dude name? It's uh Don Lagreco or one of those cats. Yeah, 
Uh, more Mike, Mike, uh, no, not uh, Mike Francesca, Francesca. Oh, in the city. Yeah, Francesca. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's syndicated. But anyway, he he talks himself, but Stephen A. Mike Francesca get he gets fired up, but Stephen A is another level, man. About to now, throw hands. I dig it. <laughs> About to throw hands in the studio. Nobody in so, there with him. So yeah, he <laughs> he he on TV calling uh, Eric Reed a fool for you know. I mean, Eric Reed said some wild stuff. Pretty much calling Stephen A. a coon. Pretty much. I'm yeah. like, wow. I'm like, Eric yeah. Reed is really strong. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I want to be talking. <laughs> Not like could have CTE. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't mess with nobody in CTE. If I ever, if anybody has ever had any kind of head injury, even if it's some old, you bumped your head on a, you know, some old doorway that was too low, I don't ever mess with them. The day you get a concussion is the, the day I will day never mess fucking, with you. The day you stop fucking with them. Yeah. I thought you was about to say Eric Reed is strong-willed. He said, this nigga is strong. This nigga will fuck you up. Nah, son, period. <laughs> I put a punctuation after that. Eric Reed is strong. Strong, <laughs> Oh man, yo. Head scratch. We gotta make a segment up for just when people just do the dumb shit. <laughs> we when people just just doing some just what the fuck? Head scratcher of the week. <laughs> As if Colin Kaepernick's whole situation wasn't a head scratcher enough, man. It came out uh <laughs> it came out that the movie Harriet, right? Harriet. Is that what it's called? Harriet? Yeah. The Harriet Tubman movie. Yeah, to yeah. your to your question, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like it's not it's not on my queue. Um so basically uh they wanted Harriet Tubman just cuz they started the production they 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 were shopping that movie about 25 years ago. So what is that? Right. 1990 cuz by the 2020 95. Damn, it would have been whack in 95. <laughs> <laughs> that shit would have been whack so. Um not that I don't even know that it's good now. Yeah. But uh Basically, they they found an email. This had to be one of the earliest emails, then, right? <laughs> when um the director of the film was shopping it around, he no no I'm sorry I apologize. He was telling a story about how when he was going on meetings when um to first get the show popping, sorry the movie popping, um get some type of production to behind it. They uh suggested that Julia Roberts should pay Harriet Tubman. He said like, I was told how one studio had to set in a meeting. The script is fantastic. Let's get Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. Um, oh, so that's what the memes is about? Damn, I'm mad oblivious. <laughs> He's like, it all makes sense now. Because, yo, I saw a meme with Ju- like Julia Roberts' face and like some kind of slave surrounded. I'm like, uh, is this is this a real movie? Damn, so I'm too old. I gotta, I gotta make sure I, I'm on my Snapchat and Instagram shit because I don't make sure I, I, I subscribe to Blavity and, and goddamn whatever other blog. Nigga, it's a good thing we do this podcast. Shit, yeah. <laughs> learning new words, everything. Yeah, I nah, do, but, man. But um, basically, because the climate in Hollywood was uh obviously different in '95. Um. When someone pointed out that Julia Roberts couldn't be Harriet wait, Tubman. Wait, wait, wait. To be fair, though, <laughs> she just she just came off of Aaron Brockovich. So uh, it's not too far-fetched, far-fetched to have Julia Roberts play play a, 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 black, a black liberator of people. <laughs> because, um, because John Wayne played Gen- Genghis Khan and... Um, White people were in the Ten Commandments as Egyptians. There was this white dude. I don't know if, well, I'm taking it back, but Breakfast with Tiffany, a white dude played a Chinese guy. And no. What, doing like his eyes? 
And they put fake teeth in and all that shit. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was different it was back wild. then. It was, diff- it was different back then. Well, yeah, I mean that's nineteen fifties or sixties or whatever that was. But just the history of shit like that. You can still make gay jokes as a comedian in '95, right? Right. Like as a stand-up comfortably. Comedian. Yeah. And they, you seen Comic View? They they didn't even beep that shit out. And that's back when cable, you couldn't say the b word. You can say yeah. bitch or nothing like that. But they let um, people say gay, you know, gay slur. Well, they, not the F word, but. No, no, not that far. But yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> but the whole joke. Right now, yeah. the other day, I mean, not to get off topic, but some some comedy club owner shut down a show because people were making offensive jokes. Wow. We got, we, you know, we'll put a pin in that. We're going to get back to that because that's, that's what's getting crazy. Um, Yeah, basically, yeah, the Julia Roberts. Someone had to point out that, you know, Julie Roberts couldn't be Harry Tubman because she's white. And the executive responded. <laughs> and somebody had to explain that shit too. <laughs> and I showed they had they scheduled a meeting. That's that's the one thing I hate about corporate America. Some shit like that would need a meeting. <laughs> the black... the, he tried to defend it, Julia Roberts. He said, uh Wait, he said, the guy who's pitching the movie? No, no, the guy, the executive oh, that was getting it yeah, pitched yeah, to yeah. him. He ex- he said it was so long ago, no one is going to know the difference. Wow. <laughs> that is crazy, bro. Yeah. But yeah, oh yeah, they're, they're, I'm reading this article. They said like people started going crazy on social media, and like you said with the memes. That is nuts. And that was only that was only like 25 years ago. People was mad that um, Shorty from uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was Nina Simone. The bitch is green <laughs> in that movie. Like yeah. this is mad, but she put a little black makeup on. They like, Mm-mm. <laughs> I get, I I, I sort of get it. Uh, what is her name? Zoe Saldana. Uh, Zoe Saldana. No. Is that Zoe Saldana? No, no. Zoe, Zoe Saldana. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you think about Kravitz or something. No, if Kravitz did it, I get it. No, but, no. Uh, I was thinking of the one that in the 50 Cent movie. I forgot what her name is. Uh, I got to Google these bitches. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know which one that would be. Um, yeah. Uh, Shout out to Zoe Kravitz. Though. Yeah, Zoe Saldana. Yeah, she's <laughs> awesome, man. I saw, I saw her perform live music one time. Mm. Cool as hell. Yeah. But um, there's mad. Oh well, damn. Her real name is super Spanish. Cool. <laughs> I never, Zoe Saldana. Yeah, yeah Zoe well, Yadera Saldana Nazario. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> but um, yeah. But they was mad. She was Nina Simone too. So you know what I'm saying? Like they don't, they don't like that shit. <laughs> that the Negroes like, hey, don't like the Negroes don't, don't like, like that, that shit. <laughs> but um, there's always how Donna Joy and I got, but because you could have hired it, another actress that was dark skin. It's easy to defend Joey Saldana, but Julia Roberts, like Julia <laughs> Roberts, makes Elizabeth Banks look <laughs> make, look, look Nigerian. Like, Mal- like, like Julia X. Roberts is like the whitest. <laughs> yeah, like Malcolm X. Yo. <laughs> Julia Roberts, <laughs> what's the girl for that was on? Uh, she, I think she's Australian. She's really pretty, and she was played like the girl on um, Wolf of Wall Street. And, oh, uh, Margaret Robbie. Yeah, Margot Robbie. Yeah, Julia Roberts makes Margot Robbie look like Winnie Mandela. <laughs> and they, they like they. I, I don't want to pick any kind of white actress to say that. Oh, they even. They would have been a better choice for Harriet Tubman than Julia Roberts, but like she's like white, like anyway. <laughs> it's the lady from Pretty Woman. And in the casting joint, they said 
when they were recruit when they were casting for Julia Roberts part in Pretty Woman, they said we want a white lady, and they just said they saw Julia Roberts said, "Don't even talk. You don't got to read the script. Just it's you." <laughs> they could have got Charlize Theron because at least you know she's South She's African. African. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> She was yeah. active. I remember Long Kiss Goodnight. She was acting back then. They Can you played. imagine? Like they just say, yeah, you just want an African African American actress, and then she walk in, and she gets the part. She's not African American. She's like African African, bro. She's, yeah, African she's dash so, African. She's South African. Like that's they like because they because you know there's gonna be protests, and then they gonna they gonna pull an African card. They gonna pull the race card. Big yeah. Joker. <laughs> like she's yeah, actually really more African than you. <laughs> you know the actor Jeffrey Wright. If you don't know him, you gotta Google Google image him. Uh, he played Wright, Martin yeah. Luther King. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, that's, um, what's his name? Peoples from uh, yes, <laughs> from yes. Shaft, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> he played Martin Luther King. I mean, I'll just leave that right there. <laughs> <laughs> He's. I'll let y'all. I'll let y'all debate about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that right there. You been you be keeping up with the debates, Keith? Yeah, I, mean, I try to watch the highlights, man, because the debates is depressing. Politics in general is depressing, so I try to limit my diet. I, I consume all my politics through podcasts. Mostly NPR, because like, NPR keep it nice and boring, because I, I can't take all that excitement no more. I got It's like a three-hour thing, right? It's like long. Yeah, it'll start at like eight and then go up until maybe like two, two and a half hours. Go up until and then 10. The post, and then the whole post game for like another two hours after that yeah. shit, where they commenting on everything they saying, but... Yeah, I catch the highlights too, like like you said. And yeah. you seen anything good this week? Anything good in this uh past the de- de- democratic debate? I see Cory Booker had a had a uh he, he had a he had a dope line. Cory Booker is I, I like Cory Booker because mm-hmm. he, he with the jokes and shit, he goes mm-hmm. for it. And about fifty percent of them work. Fifty percent of them is horrible. But one one out of two jokes is good. That's that's pretty good. That's somebody, a good it's a good rate for a politician. Somebody gonna flip one of his jokes on him. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yo, like if you, you, yeah, if you get somebody clever enough, Amy Klobuchar, she's a senator from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. She she's pretty witty. She might too. She her her rate is about one out of three, but she's pretty good too. She, uh, you, made, Booker, you made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. Yeah. Corey, Booker. <laughs> Corey Booker. Corey Booker. He had the whole Kool Aid joint. Uh, Vice, Mr. Vice President, I mean, you know, you're dipping in the Kool-Aid, but you don't even know the flavor. So this one, uh, you know, Joe Biden was talking about not legalizing marijuana. Right? Yeah, uh, marijuana is a, a gateway drug and all that stuff. And uh, Cory Booker said, it was like, I think you may have been high when you said it. Not one hit. It landed good. That one hit nice. He even paused for pause for laughter. Yeah, and, and yeah, exactly. I know he rehearsed that shit and. Made the Braxton Honestly, face. Yeah, that's, quite, that's quite an insult. That's quite an insult. And especially for Joe Biden, because back when Joe Biden was Cory Booker's age, that shit was like, you tell somebody you smoking weed, you might as well. My mother still think weed is the same thing as crack. Like, she's, she'll say it in the same sentence. Like, oh, you, you know, you'll be... You, <laughs> you'll be just like them crack. You smoke a joint, you'll you be filleting people in a second, selling... Selling my VCR, and I asked my mother why she still got a VCR. It's like 2020, ma. In 2020, <laughs> man, it's, it's ridiculous. That's not how it works no more. Like they selling it in, in medicine now. It's prescriptions for it. You, you don't. You ain't sucking people off of Lipitor. That's not. That's a. It's like a legitimate <laughs> drug now. 
Yo, and they're about, but but shout out to uh, speaking of we, we'll get back to the debates and the politics and everything in a second. But they are gonna pass a bill. Uh, I'm saying they. I don't even know them. <laughs> Just they. They're gonna pass a bill. Um, the House committee Congress. passed. Is it Congress? Well, the House is Congress. Damn, oh, nigga, yeah. you gotta watch <laughs> Schoolhouse Rock again. <laughs> It's three branches of government, judicial, executive. House, and- I see House Judiciary Committee. I didn't know it was Congress. Yeah. <laughs> right, House Judiciary Committee approves landmark marijuana legal- legalization bill. Um, under the Moore Act, weed uh, would be removed from the Controlled Substances Act. It's called the Moore Weed Act. Um, federalizing, legalizing no cannabis weed. across the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, past federal cannabis convictions would be required to be expunged, which mm-hmm. is a good thing. Um the bill would also establish the Cannabis Justice Office, an organization that would introduce a 5% tax on state legal cannabis sales, among other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, now weed-related businesses, such as dispensaries, um, would be able to apply for loans and grants through the Small Business Administration. Mm-hmm. Veterans, doctors, instead of giving them a ton of opioids, can now prescribe marijuana to their patients. Um and then, um, yeah, this is the first time that the con- that a congressional committee has voted in approval of a legalization of, of marijuana. So it's a landmark uh, day in stoner history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, that's awesome, though, right? That's that's pretty cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, legalize it, like, nationwide, man. I think they, yeah. they just, did they just pass, they just passed a bill this year, I think, that allows um, some dispensaries to now put their monies in actual bank, like uh, federal banks, and if I'm not mistaken. So I know they couldn't do it before. I'm not intimately... Uh, intimately briefed on this story, but from what you're saying, it sounds like they passed the bill, but it would need to get signed into law. Like, there's a process that got to go through. So, yeah, it's a landmark in the sense that it made it this far. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that goes to why people need to vote because it can't become a law unless the, you know, right, right the, people, these, yeah. you need votes and you need the president to sign it. Mm. How, how you been keeping up with that impeachment shit? Yeah, more or less. I know some people have been snitching. There's <laughs> <laughs> been a snitch-a-thon out there. And you know, it's interesting because people still work in government and they like testifying pretty much in ways that's not good for the president. And then they got to go back to work. <laughs> they got to go back to work. Imagine <laughs> if there was a drug organization and one of the, the corner boys testifies and then goes back to the corner. <laughs> and Yo, doesn't get killed. Season season one of the wire. <laughs> season one of the well, wire. Exactly. Imagine a wire with no death. That's what this that's what the impeachment's been. Like people go back to work. Yeah. That's um I mean, what's the general perception that he that Trump foul play uh was was at hand? It was a quid pro quo basically to get information on Biden's son. Yeah, pretty much. Like he says, yo, you told the president of Ukraine that who's just elected, Ukraine wants some, they want some juice. And they say, yo, man, you know, can like I take a picture with y'all? And then also, can I get some bread to buy some hammers, you know, buy, buy them things, buy some guns and stuff so we could protect mm-hmm. ourselves against Russia? And the president was like, uh, yeah, but there's this thing, though. Like, what you going to do for me? Uh, this Joe Biden, he's been fucking with me. And, you know, he did some business. And him and his son, him and or, or his son did some business in your country. I think it's illegal. So make it illegal. Like, get investigate him. And there's no evidence that Joe, Bi- Joe Biden or his son did anything. But basically, the, the problem is that to offer 
some defense to to offer something to Ukraine, he wanted something back that that benefited him kind of personally. Like mm-hmm. it benefited him outside of the office of the president. So it, it that's affected the next election. It basically could affect the next election. Yeah, right. So de- the Democrats, that's their argument, and the Republicans, their their defense of it is like, yeah, let's say he did it right. Uh, does he need to be impeached though? Like that's pretty much <laughs> what they're saying. That's literally because they're not saying, well, he didn't do it because, but it's like he did. Let's say he did it, then. Mm, not that bad, right? Like it was, it was just the tip, pretty much like, is what they're saying. The <laughs> <laughs> it's not like getting head in the Oval Office. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what they're saying. It's like, yeah, it's, it's not you know having vaginal relations in the Oval Office. It's just he's making a deal with a foreign, like a foreign person or whatever. Mm. You think anything will come of it? Ultimately. The, the most that will come of it, I think, is politically. Like people will be like, "Huh, oh, this, this guy's kind of dirty," but he's not going to get removed from office, not by the Senate for sure. Because mm. what happens is that in the House, the House will say, "Oh, we're going to impeach him or not." So what okay. you see now is the inquiry. Pretty much, they're collecting evidence. Then eventually, they'll have a vote of, "Are we going to impeach him or not?" And I think that'll pass. Mm. And then it goes to the Senate where they have an actual trial, like they call witnesses, and then the um, somebody from the judicial branch oversees it. The Chief Justice. Like over, like presides over the whole thing, but okay. that's definitely they're not gonna vote. And then they vote pretty much like a jury, a sixty, how much cent, um, like a hundred person jury, a hundred one person jury, and but this this is very little chance that he gets removed in that way, because mm. this because the Senate is controlled by Republicans, and you need something like um two thirds of of the Senate to vote to impeach to to have the president removed. Yeah, and, so, and they're not gonna. That's their guy. So exactly. So that's yeah. their guy. So they're not. And for some of them, even for some of them, they need a more compelling story for them to vote. Like people who don't like him, like Mitt Romney, they don't bang with each other like that. But he wants. He would need to see some really compelling evidence. They'd be like, "I'll vote to impeach him." And then you don't want to vote to impeach him and risk your political career if he's not not in PA. Now he so now you, he knows you hate him. For exactly. Four more years. So you might as well just. Mm-hmm. If you know the inevitable inevitable is going to happen, then you might as well just vote in a way that benefits you. Got you. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, FDT, <laughs> and uh, we'll see what comes of this. Um, everybody out there, like I always say, make sure you get involved somewhat in politics. Like Keith just said, it's important to vote because you might be able to legalize weed <laughs> and uh, yeah. other things. You know what I mean? It's be a support. So uh, get involved this year. Uh, 2020 elections coming up. Make sure you're registered to vote and uh Let's just be involved. Let's be smart. Let's not make the same mistakes we've made in the past. Um, yeah. Before we wrap things up, Keith, they they announced the uh, Grammy nominations for the 2020 uh, Grammys. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I kind of know more artists than I typically do in some of the categories that I'm looking at, the, the popular ones. Mm-hmm. Um, album of the Year, real quick, was Bon, bon Iver, which um, I haven't listened to him in a while, or them in a while, I should say. I, I, uh, there's their album. Lana Del Rey, who I fuck with. But I, I haven't heard this um, album. It's called Norman fucking Rogwell. Billy Elish, who I think is weird, but every song that comes on the radio from her, I like. Now, these next are, I, but but like, so those I haven't heard for album of the year, but her, I know you fuck with her, right? H-E-R. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to know her album. Ariana Grande, Thank You Next, which I thought was a dope album. Um, Little Nas X, which I thought this was an EP, but I guess EPs could be album of the year now. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Um, but the Seven um, EP, 
which I, which is dope actually. I, um, is you know, I mean, he has kid has a lot of talent. Definitely Lizzo's album, cause I love you. Um, you fuck with Lizzo, right, Keith? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Lizzo's blowing up. I like Lizzo, and she's she's not afraid to make fun of herself. Like I see on the uh, the uh, Jimmy Kimmel show doing the the mean tweets and shit. Yeah. Um, and then the Vampire Weekend, Father of the Bride. Which shout out to Vampire Weekend. We we was calling them Flabby and Sick, but they album of the year, bro. <laughs> that's not bad, you know what I mean? But uh, that's longevity. Yeah, definitely. Uh, nah, that's cool, man. They they've been out for a little while. Yeah, I mean, it's in, interesting, especially um Lizzo, because she's really taken the music world by storm in the last year. I know she had the Tiny Desk concert at, at NPR. They have their little concert where they have somebody come over to the office and perform live. Mm-hmm. And after that, that shit went viral as hell. And I like her swag. Like Lizzo got mad swag, and then to that point of you saying that she knows how to, I guess, take herself lightly at times. That's dope. Even in the music, even in the music, you hear it. You know what I mean? Right. Like that was one of the first things that attracted me to Lizzo's. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, she's spitting actually, but she, you know, she having fun with it. Yeah, that's interesting because I, I think I there was some way that categorized her as like a rap artist, like one yeah, of her songs best rap, like rap album rap of the song. year or something like that. I heard. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because she can she can spit like Missy raps kind of. You know what I mean? In yeah. that kind of way, yeah. But she can sing too. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I mean, she one of her nominations is uh, best R and B performance. So I'm, I'm glad that they categorize her. In R and B, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but she had the uh, what's the difference between song of the year and record of the year? That's like they just want to fit the same because it's <laughs> Lizzo, True Hurts is in both of them. Um, her Hard Place is in both of them. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't even. That's I feel like they just tried to do the same award twice. Right. <laughs> But um, Lizzo's up for both of those. Little Nas X, Old Town Road is up for record of the year. Um, Khalid, Talk, which is actually a really cool song, um, mm-hmm. is up. Um, which, yeah, like you said, you were saying, telling me in the pre-show, Lil Nas X and Lizzo, it looks like they were killing a lot of, uh, oh, uh, they were nominated for a lot of awards. Lizzo's going up against Beyonce for best pol- uh, pop solo performance. Um, Be very I'll- interesting if she wins. Taylor Swift, I think Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's in that category. I feel like she's just taking it home, man. You can't go up against T Swift and Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I mean, if Lizzo bring that, that's just like, <laughs> like, like on some Royal Rumble type shit where you just throw Hulk Hogan <laughs> and fucking uh, Ultimate Warrior out the ring. Yeah, <laughs> just you left standing like, like yeah, Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan's is like kind of wrestling, and you kind of come up from from the. From the left and just kind of pushed them over, Bam Bam Bigelow style, just yeah. <laughs> just run right into him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um, now nah, Post Malone Sunflower is up for a couple of awards too. I like that song with Sway Lee. Yeah, that was a, that was a on that Spider Man soundtrack. That's a that's a dope one. There's some cool ones, man. Um, best rap album, Revenge of the Dreamers, which is a dope album, going up against Meek Mill's Championships. 21 Savage, I am versus I was. Um, I am greater than I was. Um, Child of the Creator, Igor, and YBN Corday, The Lost Boy. Um, I've heard Revenge of Dreamers, dope ass album. I heard it front to back, love it. Um, but it's a it's a compilation album, so I don't foresee that one winning. Um, but that Meek Mill Championships or Tyler or 21 Savage, I, Meek Mill might have to get that. I, I think it's time for Meek to get that Grammy. You know what I mean? If yeah. he hasn't already, if he hasn't, that'd already. be a dope, a nice little comeback. I mean, he already came back pretty strong. Yeah, but um, this would be a nice cherry on the cherry yeah, on right. top. You're right, because I kind of forgot that he was kind of dead for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean the whole the, the whole jail stuff. Jail. Yeah, exactly. Drake 
gave him the wild Hadouken, and then <laughs> he went to jail. Yep. But then he came back, and Robert Kraft, well, <laughs> Robert Bounce Kraft. back. Yeah, bounce Robert back. Kraft helped him, helped him bounce back, but then after that, Robert Kraft got pu- caught putting it in the wrong holy field. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you fuck with the baby? I feel like yeah, I, I just started fucking with him. I like uh, Dream. What's it called? Dreamville. I, I like their whole, yeah, the whole thing cool. they got going on. Honestly, I fuck with this dude named Boss more than um, the baby. But I've been listening no, to the baby. The baby, the baby, shit. The baby ain't on Dreamville. He's not. Nah, he's on, the, he's on the on the album. He's, he's on the album, but he's not. Uh, he's not part of it. That's crazy. See, that's just another old man moment. <laughs> yeah, I could have sworn he was. I guess it's like Twister and um, Kanye. Yeah, back back then, I thought Twister was on Rockefeller and shit. He was, well, he was at a point, but I don't know when it he first was? came out. Yeah, yeah man, I don't know shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but I, he was he. I think eventually he did sign to Rockefeller. If I'm not mistaken, okay. I could be wrong, but uh, at first he wasn't though. I know, like right. when they came out with uh, Slow Jams. I don't yeah. think he was on Rockefeller back yeah. then. Yeah, I'm talking about when it mattered. I'm not yeah. talking about after because that's when it mattered. The Dame Dash music group. He's like, I ain't talking about that shit. Yeah, nigga, I, I don't know. I'm talking about when it mattered, like slow jams and, and all that shit. Well, particularly slow jams and like probably two other songs. Um, Overnight Celebrity. Overnight Celebrity. That was the big one. Okay. Yeah, and then he was just that. all he was all in the videos. <laughs> what about you fuck with that um uh, what's that shit? Oh, M- mustard um, featuring Roddy Rich, Bowling. That's like the number one song right now. That's, that's nominated for uh, best rap song collaboration. That'd okay. be crazy if that wins that. Uh, um, Panini by Lil Nas X is kind of ooh that drip too hard. Little baby and Gunna. That would be dope if they win that fucking Grammy, bro. Drip too hard. That shit is catchy as hell. You go fuck around <laughs> and drown up this way. That shit is tough. And then, oh, yo, that's, this, I, I want to know who wins this one. This is the hardest category. Fucking Khaled um, featuring Nipsey Hussle and John Legend. And then Young Thug, um, the London featuring J. Cole and Travis Scott, which is a fucking fire song. The Nipsey one's going to get it. I don't know. You think Nipsey, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because, right? Yeah. And it's, and it's Khaled. Yeah. You know, he, Khaled he's for, and Nipsey. He's good for TV. Yeah, I get that shit to mustard, man. Mustard on the beat. Oh, shout out to that DJ Mustard album too. It's a it's a it's a, it's a banger. You got mm-hmm. some joints on there. Um, Lauren Hill recorded, dropped the first song in a minute, bro. Really? Yeah, it's on that Queen and Slim soundtrack. Is it good? I was listening to it before the show. It, it is smooth. I think. Yeah, I, I think I listened to it before, and I didn't realize what I was listening to. When's the last time she dropped a solo song before this? It, you know. This is, because um, she did it unplugged after she she kind of laid low after a while, and that was kind of weird. Yeah, this is her first song in over five years. Okay. Her, her last solo record, Black Rage, was released in 2014, and was a dedication track to the people of Ferguson, Missouri. Okay. When when we were protesting the police shooting of uh, Mike Brown. Uh. Um, but her new song is called "Guarding the Gates." Um, it's cool. It's like you know how Lauren Hill. Um, Teeters the line of hippie meets like West Indian artists. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like she got a little bit of that box. She's well, she is a she was related to a Marley, so she kind of has that like um, you know what I mean, cool by relation type thing. Yeah, in that community. But then she also has that 70s or that Roberta Flax. You know what I mean? She could do that throwback, family, like um, Trinidadian or some shit. She could be. She possibly could be. I know they were Haitian. The uh, Fujis. The Fujis. I, I know Prize and and, um, and, um, and Wyclef. Yeah, and she was from Jersey, but I, I don't, she might be. She, she, I wouldn't be surprised if she's West Indian. Yeah, she she definitely 
you know incorporates herself into the culture very well. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> but no, it, 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 that so, the song kind of teeters that line. It sounds like like so like a Bob Marley kind of live performance meets like kind of like a, a a hippie groovy type type groove, and you know Lauren doing what Lauren do. But that Queen and Slim movie looked dope too. Yeah, you know, I, I, I might take a look at it. Yo, that dude. Um, get out, I, nigga. Get out. <laughs> yeah, get out, dude. <laughs> yeah, that guy, he do be killing them American roles, yo. The, oh, yeah, the movie yeah, yeah. The Widows. Samuel L. Jackson somewhere tight right now. Right? Yeah, man. That dude be killing like the way he be doing the accents and shit. The uh the black American accents. Dude be murdering it. I gotta see I still gotta see Widows. I know he in that shit too. Yeah. We're Playing fucking, a villain um, too. Shit is gangster. What's what's the name? Um, the the dude from Snowfall. He he English too. That nigga be killing the, the really? West Coast accent. Yeah, you see, yeah, he like uh, Dub C is like his voice coach. Either Dub C or Mac Ten, one of them. That's crazy! Wow. He, he British. He was like because he was in uh, Straight Outta Compton, right? I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me this nigga IMDb. I don't know. Nigga. <laughs> He's like I barely remember the Get Out nigga name. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm gonna try. But uh, yeah, that wow, that that dude's British. Yeah, you yo, think it's String take, of Bell taking all the roles. String of Bell, man, dude is a, an originator, none greater. For real, for real, yeah, right. he's the OG of the game. Hell yeah, man. What, what do you that? find out right now? Lorenz Tate was from Tottenham or some some shit like that. <laughs> well, Twenty One Savage. <laughs> well, yeah, Twenty One Savage, Twenty Four Savage. <laughs> <laughs> nigga killing killing the hip hop game. <laughs> word twenty, yeah, word twenty one. Really, <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Lorenz Tate." Yeah, man. What do you find out? Old old dogs from Twenty One Savage Block. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yo, kid, that's another episode, man. Too many laughs, man. I gotta go get my day started, man. Yo, shout out to my daughter's godfather, my man Spec. That's my dude, man. He took my daughter out for just a day of fun. She gonna go see. Um, Frozen to play later. My daughter got a, a her calendar more full than mine. Like yeah. someone trying to go invite. So they was, they was uh, people was trying to take her out to go see the Frozen two. She already had something on her plate, but he, now she's at the trampoline park. She's having the time of her life, man. So shout out to my dog Spec, the the best Godfather out there. They you know what I mean Godfather Part Four. Make a movie about that man That's and uh, and and Auntie TT. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. Shout out to baby and baby Aaron, man. He has some dope kick, build a village dope kicks you, on this man. morning. Dope, he had dope kicks on this morning. Um, what you say? Got to build a village around you. Got to, man. You got to, man. And and and, and my baby, I got a dope babysitter too, man. Shout out to her because she's been a huge help this week. Um, shit, life is good, Keith. I ain't complaining. I ain't I ain't stressing. I got some new endeavors on the way. 2020 gonna be real big, especially for the podcast. But just just if I was wondering, if I had an inquiry, if I was curious, where could I find you at on social media, at though? Instagram, Mima underscore thirty five. If you don't know, now you know. Check it out. Um, you can follow me, DJ Playboy, on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Um, also, follow the Perfect Talk podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. It's going down. Um, check me out on Mixcloud and the Mixcloud app. I go by the name DJ Plicka Playboy on there. I got several shows called The Night Shift, R&B Nights, Rap Nights. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, let me know if you want to hear something. Got some new radio endeavors on the way, so stay tuned. But um, if you want to know everything that the podcast and the radio show is doing, check us out at perfecttalkpodcast.com. We can find every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast and The Night Shift. Um, Keith, what you watching these days, bro? I just saw Mary, Queen of Scots. 
It's kind of gangster. Not one I recommend for everybody mm-hmm. that that old English shit, but um, it was cool. It was straight. It was with Margot Robbie, and then I like that, anything with Mar- I like anything with Margot Robbie. In it. Yeah, me so and that um, <laughs> that girl from from uh, Lady Bird. Not that everyone saw that shit, but it did win a. <laughs> It did, it did win a it did win a Grammy of whatever the Grammy is for movies. It won that shit <laughs> in the, the year she's it came the, out. She's the Lizzo of uh of Grammy movie Grammys. Yeah, um, I think this shit might have won something too. But it was nominated. Lady Bird, I gotta, I gotta look that up. I gotta yeah, see. Man, but is that, that a, that's a movie? It's a it's a movie, right? Not a show. Yeah, it's a movie. Okay. Um, shout out, shout out to the HBO password plug because I saw it on HBO. And you just watched it randomly. There was nothing that inspired you to watch. Or you heard good things about it. Yeah, I mean, HBO, you know, them them streaming shit, they be putting like, oh, this is our featured stuff, look at this. Okay. That's kind of what it was, and it looked interesting, so. And Margot Robbie, of course. Check it out, man, that's Keith's pick of the week, uh, so, uh, uh, sorry, streaming slash Netflix pick of the week, so go check it out. Um, we up out of here, man, say goodbye to the people, dog. Peace. Peace. <laughs>